swag and welcome to another episode of the Sartoria Geek Podcast, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. Coming at you one more time, we have a special show for you today. First of all, let's start off with our download, and again, I'm talking about something that is only on the Xbox. In this case, it's one of those hidden gems from the original Xbox line of back in the early 2000s. Um, as stated before, I had an original Xbox, and I, you know I loved my original Xbox and played a lot of games on it. But one of the games that I missed out on was Blinks the Time Sweeper. I'd only played a demo of it, and it seemed really cool, uh, sort of an action platformer with some timey wimey um, elements in there. It looked really cool, but not a game that I said to myself, hey, this is something I want to go out and purchase. So it never happened. So recently, with the beauty of the Xbox uh, One and One S and all of those systems backwards compatibility, Blinks is now available via Game Pass. So I picked it up, or I should say I downloaded it, and started playing. And now Blinks, I believe, came out in 02 or 03, if I remember correctly. So it's almost a 20-year-old game. Uh, it, man, it's weird to even think that it was almost, it was 20 years ago the original Xbox came out. But it was published by Microsoft and done by Artoon, which was known for pretty good games at the time. They've been absorbed into other companies since then, so they no longer exist on their own if at all from last time I was looking up. Anyway, much like when I talked about Conquer, I forget how well the graphics on that generation of systems, even PS2 at the time, still hold up to today. Now, the backgrounds and everything, not as much, but the character design for Blinks himself really hold up well in this day and age of graphics and i think that with that generation of gaming especially with a lot of the games that microsoft really put the work into making them backwards compatible originally on the 360 and the xbox one and now the xbox series systems i think they chose very good well good games overall to really showcase the excuse me, showcase the reasons for backwards compatibility by really choosing some really good games that all gamers can really go back in time and play to see how good these games are. So if you are interested in checking out Blinks the Time Sweeper, it's available on Xbox Game Pass, or if you want to purchase it outright for your Xbox system, then it is available, I believe, for $9.99. Most of those original Xbox games you're going to find on the marketplace for that $9.99 mark. But they're always running sales, so I always say wait to get it on sale if you can. So that's that for the download. Let me tell you, I was privy enough to take part in a special screening of the Suicide Squad last night. Now, as of today, this is being recorded on July 30th, so on July 29th, a full week before the movie actually debuts in theaters and on HBO Max. Now, let me go back to the original Suicide Squad movie from a couple of years ago with Will Smith, Margot Robbie, David Hayter. It's one of those movies that had so much potential. It looked great great characters you know really good writing of the characters it was just from 
an editing standpoint, you can tell that somebody other than the director decided things should be a certain way and should really flow a certain way. It was just how not to edit and put the movie together. That, that, that would be the course that I would design over or around the original Suicide Squad movie. Great Bones, it was just the skeleton was put together in such a way where it was just not as not enjoyable. It didn't resemble what I'm pretty sure the director had in mind for doing that movie. So WB, Warner Brothers, maybe Warner Discovery after you actually finish purchasing Warner Brothers from AT&T. Give us an heiress cut. You gave us a Snyder cut. Give us an heiress cut. But the original Suicide Squad is still to this day one of the most successful uh, DC Extended Universe movies who've come out, you know, not including Joker. Uh, but it, it still did really well. It actually won an Oscar. I forget. I think it was visual effects or costume, something like that. But it won an Oscar. Uh, so it was one of those things where you, we always wondered if we would get a sequel. And we did or have, but really haven't. Uh, with the way DC has been doing things lately, they've been very fast and loose with interconnectivity. And one of the beautiful things about the whole premise of the Suicide Squad or Task Force X is that you can literally just do a whole nother movie that is the same name, same premise, totally different characters, and they have no ties whatsoever to the original one, uh, except for obviously Amanda Waller in this case. So I was able to see The Suicide Squad, directed and written and directed by James Gunn, uh, most known, well known for the Guardian of the Galaxies movies, also a great underrated horror film in Slither. If you're not seen it, see it, watch it, it is uh, if you're into that gory sort of alien tentacle sort of stuff. But I saw it and I was not disappointed. Now, I'm not going to give away major spoilers, just some highlights of the movie. The only negative thing about the movie of what I saw is that it was long. It felt long. It was fun, but it felt long. It's an hour and 32 minutes total runtime. And it felt like I was watching a two-hour-plus movie. I don't always want to feel that way. Much like when I talked about Army of the Dead, it was a fun movie, but it was probably a 15, 20 minutes longer than it had to be uh, just to cram everything in. But I understood why every single major character got a spotlight, got some shine, got a little bit of character exposition. Uh, but one of the best things I loved about the movie is that it was totally unpredictable. You never know who was going to die. And they died in such gruesome manners. It was it was wonderful. I, I love the R rating. I, I love the those that continue to stay. You saw more and more of their character exposition, their motivations, how they became who they were or who they are and why they did what they did. And I really en enjoyed that. And even there are some fan favorites who are there, who aren't there anymore, if you understand what I'm saying. Really, really loved Sly Stallone as King Shark. I, man, that was like a match made in heaven, that that voice with the, the body language. And I um, don't know if he did motion capture. I hope he did do motion capture, but I, I loved King Shark. Um, obviously, Aegis Elba. Aegis Elba is one of those guys that... He's like the same guy, regardless of the role now. Role now, especially when he's when he's playing a tough guy. Um, with him playing uh, blood sports, I don't get anything different from him really playing uh, the dude he played in Sean Hobbs. I don't, I don't get a different person 
or different player character when he's playing that tough no son nonsense sort of tough guy even when he's a good guy or a bad guy I still feel like the same character it's not a problem it's just at this point in Idris' career all those roles kind of merged together into one I think that's more of a testament for how good he is in those roles not so much of how horrible of the writing of any particular movie is it's just hey I'm a tough guy I got motivations I can shoot things up I can beat people up you know he just brings his own panache to that sort of role and you see that in every role so I really like Idris in the movie Margot Robbie I have not seen Birds of Prey but without seeing that I would say this is probably the quintessential Harley Quinn movie I feel as though James Gunn nailed the character and really gave Margot Robbie a platform to shine she was probably the closest incarnation to what I would think Harley Quinn would be in real life in this movie than any other movies and mind you I haven't seen Birds of Prey so taking it out of the equation I, I really enjoy uh, Margot Robbie in this um, just the whole cast which is really great and like I said it was unexpected and one of the things about being a movie lover like I am and watching movies for as many years as I have stories become predictable especially in movies like this you, you can tell who's going to do what what's going to do who why they're doing xyz you can also tell who's going to die who's not going to die and this movie had no idea you had no idea who was aligned with who you had no idea if somebody was going to double cross somebody you had no idea who was going to live to make it to the end uh, which was really awesome and i love going into a movie experience not being able to predict what's going to happen so that's that but the main kick and this is not really a spoiler but this is from the commercial is starro i am not as deep on dc lore and history as i am marvel because i really didn't read dc comics growing up but starro's always been one of those characters that just was weird uh giant starfish that puts out offspring to take over people and feed off of their consciousness it's it's so comic booky that it should never work in a movie much like the uh in their watchmen when the Watchmen was done in uh movie form the whole giant squid thing at the end of the comic was replaced because they thought it just wouldn't work for today's comic book or movie audiences much in the same way that i think many would have said starro would not work with a modern movie audience that was literally such an amazing thing this humongous starfish and then you had so many different properties from like zombie movie tropes with how it controlled those it took over you had the captive alien creature tropes but it just it worked and it was so amazing that it worked so well in this movie to have the suicide squad battling star which it's interesting how how i won't say if they prevailed or not but how they fought starro and how if you're familiar with the comics that starro provides a humongous challenge to the most powerful of the dc metahuman superman aquaman one of them all all of them just because of its innate power to control the masses the way Suicide Squad fought Star was so practical. It was so 
with such abandonment, but with care for the people that Star could possibly injure and hurt, and also knowing that, hey, Star takes over here, Star takes over the world, hence Star the Conqueror. So I really, absolutely loved Starro as being a villain in this movie but there are just so many twists and turns throughout the whole movie you never know what's coming and you will always be excited while watching this movie that's why I say it felt like two hours plus but I didn't care when it really came down to it it was just really 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 awesome so if you are a fan of soda movies definitely I definitely recommend you watching it um, either on HBO Max when it comes out or in the theater and let me tell you this is actually the first time I had gone to a theater since it was either Sonic or Bad Boys 2 so early early last year it's gonna be Bad Boys 3 Um, it was so weird being in the theater being out even to the particular mall that it was shown at this is literally someplace I had not been in years and that's pre-pandemic I've never had any reason to go there so it was just a sort of a surreal experience walking in going to the movie theater taking my seat and sitting with a bunch of other people all masked uh, by the way uh, to watch this film so it was it was nice but just a bit of a surreal feeling of, of having a little bit of normalcy in this crazy uh, I wouldn't say post-pandemic world but waning to upshotting pandemic world that we live in now but uh to reiterate james gunn did a great job with suicide squad the actors that were cast were great i I really loved james gunn has a great use of ways to use music to convey mood and theme and to highlight characters as well something that he really exemplified in the guardians of the galaxy movies is not as heavy here as with guardians But you definitely have some very key songs that play a large part into some very prolific scenes in the movie. And so so his use of music is just really top-notch, one of the best. And you have some uh, brief cameos as well by some well-known people, which I thought was really cool. And it was just, it was really, it was awesome. It was an awesome movie. This is definitely my favorite DC Extended Universe movie uh, that I've seen so far. and the bar is set kind of low, but this sets the bar very, very high, especially. And I like Shazam um, as well. Wasn't too much of a fan on Justice League. We've been Batman vs. Superman, and I've grown to love Man of Steel. Man of Steel has some really good moments. Just as movies, whole I was a big fan. But The Suicide Squad, absolutely loved it. I recommend it to any and everybody. So that's the Suicide Squad. Now let's get into our fragrance of the week. If you've seen the Instagram lately, you've seen that I received a package from the one and only George Zaharoff of Zaharoff with a bottle of Signature Rosé. Now I've talked about Rosé before, but also in that package were three samples. Now recently, if you in the fragrance world, you know, but you may not, uh, George Zaharoff and the Zaharoff Company partnered with three uh, I wouldn't say prolific, but very well-known and very down-to-earth fragrance um, influences. Stay Fresh Projection, Josh Copeland, Andrea from Curly Sense, and Ross from TTLG Reviews. And they all partnered with George to release uh, fragrances based on what they would want a fragrance to smell like. So in there, we have th- samples of each one of those fragrances. So today I'm going to talk about Brass and Soul, the collaboration with Stay Fresh Productions. Now, if you watch any of Josh's videos and you're into fragrances, 
I really think that you should watch it. It's really good. But all three of them are really good in what they do. And very down to earth and very just normal people and all of it. Josh is a jazz player, a trumpeter. Hence the brass and soul. And this is very much to uh, emulate the feeling of, of a jazz club. So you're talking about top notes, uh, citrusy top notes of uh, citrus. Um, it's juniper, mandarin, and watery notes, mid notes of jasmine, gin, lily of the valley, geranium, bourbon, lavender, and cypress. And then bottom notes of uh, patchouli, suede, moss, amber, cedarwood, vanilla, and bushman candle. Now, personally, I would not have expected the citrusy note to be the top note. It, it kind of makes it or well, it's deceiving in what you would expect from a fragrance called Brass and Soul. And also, if you are a follower and consumer of Josh's content, I wouldn't have expected that sort of opening note. And it kind of throws you off. Because it's listed as a fresh spice. So it's not off-putting. It's just like you wouldn't expect it if you follow him. And then with the spice notes, definitely what I would expect uh, from a mint. And then that bottom, the base notes are really, I think, where it's at. The smoky notes, patchouli and the suede and the moss. I love how all of them meld together. I really get that jazz club vibe. Uh, just real mellow, real chill uh, sort of peaceful vibe with a jazz club and I, I really I enjoy it. now this is my first time wearing it, so I don't have too many comments on the longevity of it um, as of yet but it is definitely a fragrance that I'm enjoying I'll probably give a further follow-up next week just as talking about longevity and how it really performs overall and it's just it's a good fragrance I don't expect anything from the house of Zahar to be uh, lackluster I put it that way and especially with the individuals that they're working with they're very passionate about fragrances so I expect nothing less of any sort of collaboration with them as well so that is my take on Brass and Soul the collaboration between Zaharoff and Stay Fresh Produ Productions via the Z Creators line and that's all for me today on the Sartorio and Geek podcast by Webster Style Feel free to check us out on Instagram at Sotoyo Geek and Webster Style, on Twitter at Webster Style. Also, drop us an email, info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com, and feel free to find us on the web at WebsterStyle.com. Remember, stay safe out there, and be blessed. Cause no one man should have all that styling Take it off, clothes on the floor piling No one girl should fit it all in them jeans So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes Cause no one man should have all that styling Take it off, clothes on the floor piling No one girl should fit it all in them jeans So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes Let's see what it seems If it is what it seems Ooh, the, the chicks be looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know.
take a hint, though. Don't try to get me at a moment. Moment, though. Smoking hot, rocking this pen. So thin. Tie hairline, looking like a stint. So pimp. No lie, I'm sharper than the utensil. Instrumental. Plain dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang, bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Get them lame friends, honey. We tell it, fit it crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing. Want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein. Running blood color, lips smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kinda funny, can you tell me what's the price I got the range rover? Hang on me, when we walking, looking goosey like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a limp like an ankle sprang on me. Yeah, I rocked the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. And no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. no one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. And no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Take it off, clothes on the floor, pal. And no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you want to see? Oh, I completely read that wrong.